Last month, Adam and I had the pleasure of interviewing Sherry Brake of the Haunted Heartland Tours. Sherry will be at the Haunted America Conference in June, and we're looking forward to seeing her there. You can find more on Haunted Heartland Tours and Sherry Brake at hauntedhistory.net. Thank you so much for joining us, Sherry. Thanks for letting me uh, do this with you. No problem. I'm, I'm so glad that you had the time. Oh, yeah, no problem. I'm, I'm packing up to leave to head out of state for a couple of events, so today worked out well. Oh, great. I've got Adam here with me. He We co-host the podcast together. Hi. Yes. Yeah, hey, Adam, how are you? Good, how are you? Wonderful. Great. So, um, are you ready to just uh, get started? Sure, sure. Cool, cool. So, um, the first question is just... Um, Kind of, if you could explain your involvement uh, in the paranormal community and your interests, and maybe you could talk about uh, some of the books you've written or tours that you host. I saw that you're really close to the, uh, oh, which is it, the sanatorium or the... The St. Albans Sanatorium? Maybe, no, it was the... uh... Oh, Trans-Allegheny that's, Asylum. that's the one. I've heard a lot about that place, and I think that's so interesting that you're right by there. Um, but you yeah, don't have to talk yeah, about right. that. Just some some other things that maybe like got you into the paranormal and where you are today. Wow, okay. All right. When, just let me know when you want me to start. Go ahead. And it doesn't have to... It, you can talk for as long as you'd like. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. All right. Well, my name is Sherry Brake, and I own Haunted Heartland Tours, which is based out of Somersville, West Virginia. I have had a lifelong interest in the paranormal, starting uh, as soon as I could read. I would go to the library and pick out interesting books on things such as uh, the witch trials in Salem, uh, extrasensory perception, UFOs, aliens, um, all kinds of different intriguing subjects for somebody that was uh, so very young. So I think I was destined to do what I do. Um, With my Haunted History Tour Company, I offer people ghost hunts and different types of events through the website. I have been doing investigations since my early 20s, which means I've put in about 30 years of research and the haunted walking tours and the haunted bus tours and the overnight ghost hunts are uh, something that I do full time. I've done this for almost 15 years now. Um, The company I started, Haunted Heartland Tours, I focused the ghost hunts on five different states and I also do some special tours to Ireland and Scotland which are, they're a tremendous amount of fun. Um, Educational, historical, and of course we also delve a lot into the paranormal. Um, My very first book that I had published was back in 2009, and it was called Haunted Stark County, Ohio. And that focuses on where my tours first began in the Canton-Akron area of Ohio. Um, My second book came out the following year, and it's on a uh, location that I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with because they probably saw it in the movie The Shawshank Redemption. 
and that is the location of the Ohio State Reformatory, which was featured in the movie. Um, it's a fascinating place. My book is called The Haunted History of the Ohio State Reformatory and focuses on the folklore of the area and also the apparitions and the sightings and the dark history of the old Ohio State Reformatory. That's so interesting. Oh, yeah, it's very it's very fascinating. Do you do um, tours there? And... I'm sorry? Do you, do you, does your um, touring group, do they... Did they do tours there, or do you do tours there? Or? Yes, I do. As a matter of fact, um, I have two of them for 2016. Uh, one is coming up this Friday night, uh, which is... Uh, a little soon. <laughs> oh, wow, cool. Yeah, right. And then the next one is, uh, I believe it is in, let's see, August the 20th, when we'll be there again. Um after I wrapped up that book, then I had uh, several others that I did on haunted locations. Um, two of them were on the uh, West Virginia Penitentiary in Moundsville, West Virginia. And then my last book was on the Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum, which is the second largest stone-cut building in the world. And it's a great place to go and investigate. There's miles and miles of hallways for investigators to travel up and down through. So pretty much my entire world is, is focused on haunted history and inviting people to come to these locations and go through them with me. That's so awesome. And that's exactly what we want to do. So we're in good company. Great, um, wonderful. And yeah, you know, the paranormal is so, is so popular. It's been popular uh, for the last 15 years, but ever since some of the ghost hunting shows came, you know, across television. Uh, there have been so many groups that have begun uh, because of that popularity. So it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, we've had a great time getting to know, like, people in the community and uh, learning more about it because six months ago we were brand new to this community and it's been so, like, welcoming and everybody's so friendly and willing to just talk about yeah. all, all of their experiences. It's awesome. Yes, and you know what I found with, um, with researching and, and doing investigations for almost 30 years is that even if people are a skeptic, they'll usually listen to a good ghost story. And then after a while, they'll start to warm up to you, and then they'll tell you about an experience that they've had. So I think everybody has had uh, an unusual experience or something that they can't explain away. So that, that helps explain a little bit of the paranormal popularity. Yeah, I think that's so awesome. And, and like, people I would have thought would think that this is just weird that I, I, I know in my personal life they are so open to, to talking about their own experiences. It's so great that, like, it's true. Almost everybody has had an experience or knows somebody who has had an experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very true. Yeah, so... um Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, it's, it's wonderful with, with me being able to offer these tours and these investigations. I see husbands and wives that come for their anniversary. I see people give, give a ghost hunt as a Christmas gift or uh, grandparents who bring their teenage kids along on the ghost hunt of a prison. I mean, it, sound, it might sound kind of quirky, but it's, it's really something that bonds generations together. It's, it's something that, that anybody can do. Yeah, that's so awesome. 
our next question was, um, how did you get involved with the Haunted America Conference? Um, have you been with the conference long? or? Uh, I, well, my first time I presented was last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, uh, Troy Taylor is the one that... He's the headliner and the organizer, and this is this is his baby. Mm-hmm. And uh, this year, I'm, I'm so proud to be a speaker again at the conference and out in Illinois. And this is the 20th anniversary yeah. of Detroit's Haunted America conference. So there are wonderful presenters and speakers that will be um, speaking that weekend. There's after-hours programs. Um, there's ghost hunts. There's uh, ghost tours. Um, there's going to be vendors there with with their sales tables, and some of the folks are authors and like myself, and they'll be signing and selling their books. So it's it's a wonderful event for everybody to get together and come to, um, and and be with like-minded people. And it's it's always wonderful to be able to be there and you know, answer the questions that people have because. You know, we're still learning about this field. There's there's no solid concrete evidence. Um, every day is, is like a new day in school. Um, even though I've been doing this for a couple of decades, I'm always changing my theories and, and rethinking of new ways to do investigations. So it's a learning experience for all of us. And this conference is a wonderful way to bring people together. Yeah. Do you, um, what will you be presenting at the mm-hmm. conference? I will be doing a presentation um, that's going to be entitled Asylum Horrors, the Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum. So it's, it's going to focus on some of the interesting treatments um, that they were doing back in the 19th century, um, some of the, some of the uh, things like the ice pick lobotomies mm-hmm. and uh, the bathtubs full of ice that they yeah. would put you into, and straight jackets and all kinds of uh, different devices like the, the uh, isolation rooms and the seclusion cribs and different things like that. And the different uh, reasons why they would have you committed as well. And this is something a lot of people don't know is, is back in the old days, um, you could pretty much be committed by the word of your husband or your spouse. Um, if they believed you to be insane, perhaps... Uh, you might be suffering from uh, menopause and your husband's had enough of it and he decides that he wants to get rid of you and he can have you actually committed for that. So nice. um, that was pretty horrific. Um, I came across a file of a gentleman who had been a Civil War soldier and he had been kicked in the head by his horse and they had him committed to the asylum and he lived there until he passed away. So there's all kinds of different reasons why they could have you committed back in the old days. And uh, the book that I had written on the Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum uh, goes into great depth about this. So it's going to be a fascinating presentation for, for everyone to be part of. It's very interesting. Yeah, I'm really excited about that one. I've heard a lot about the Trans-Allegheny Asylum and, like from ghost shows like you'd mentioned. And Yes, I, yes. It's, it's, it's on various television shows um it's it's a very popular location for people to come to and and the people that own it it's privately owned they've been putting a lot of that money back into the building and they've got a wonderful museum there um they've got an art gallery filled up with some of the patient's artwork um and uh, a history of psychiatry uh 
room where you can go in and you can see the different devices that were used back in the old days for treatment. So I'm yeah, sure that's rough, cool scary. Very interesting place to go to. Yeah. So what's your favorite place to visit or uh, to investigate? Uh, wow. Boy, that's a loaded question. <laughs> um, since I started doing the international tours, the tours to Ireland and Scotland, um, my goodness, I, I love old cemeteries. And anytime I can walk among old stones and crypts and tombs, um, it's, it's just wonderful to be able to do that. And I, I really, really, really enjoy the tours in Ireland and Scotland and, and taking a boat across Loch Ness, um, you know, walking in the old castles like Stirling Castle and Edinburgh Castle. So it's, it's real hard for me to pick a favorite place that I investigate. I love all of them, um, all of the locations that I take people to uh, that are up for grabs through my website. Those are all favorites. You know, I, I don't want to go someplace where I don't enjoy myself. So, you know, the Waverly Hills Sanatorium, West Virginia Penitentiary, the Ohio State Reformatory. Um, a couple of years ago, we did Eastern State Penitentiary over in Philadelphia. We've done Gettysburg. Um, so many different locations. So it's, it's really, really hard to pick pick a favorite they're all favorites with uh with that resume i mean that's a lot to pick from for sure uh wow oh, yeah um I, that would be amazing we, adam was just like he he seems to be at all with the uh uh abroad travel and hunting i'm sure it's a totally different level over there because everything's so much older Correct. I mean, it's one thing to walk around the cemeteries here in America, and, you know, if you're lucky, maybe in the New, New England states, you'll find some graves that date back to, you know, the 17, 1700s. Um, but to go over there and stand next to a tomb that has 800, you know, yeah. it, it, it was put there at 800 or 1100, you know, and you stand there and you're like, oh my gosh, these are ancient, ancient sites. Um, and to walk among where Druids practiced the craft and and the ancient pagan sites and the, the holy wells and the, the old churches and just uh, the standing stone circles um boy i'll tell you it, it just it's just amazing and i'm so lucky and so blessed to be able to do this yeah that's amazing that's so cool i hope one day we can do that too yeah, that'd be uh insane. well i hope so too i'd love to have you and adam along yeah I that'd be great really enjoy yourself yeah um, so the way we always end our show, um, is we have somebody tell a ghost story and we were wondering if you have one that you would like to share, a paranormal encounter or some that you've heard that's one of your favorites. Well, I'll have to tell you about something that happened in my own home, which is totally freakish to me mm. because I, I typically expect events to happen when I'm out doing an investigation or taking people through an old prison or an asylum or walking them across the battlefield. A little did I know that one of the most impressive apparitions that I would ever see would happen to be in my own home. And this was back in 2009. I had just moved to West Virginia from Ohio. I had gotten married and I was laying in bed. My husband was asleep. And just before I fell asleep, I felt like somebody had thrown an icy cold sheet across me. And I instantly 
got icy cold. And this just happened for a couple of seconds before I saw at the foot of the bed this smoky figure that formed into the shape of a man. Now, I don't see things like this. This is not common for me to see. This apparition actually blocked out the light from behind the blinds that were hanging on the wall. Now, we have a security light outside there, so it's, you know, at night it's kind of dimly illuminated. And this solid figure rose up, and it was a very tall, slender man with a hat on, and he was wearing gray clothes, and then he just completely disappeared. Now, all of this took place over maybe 5 to 10, maybe 15 seconds. It seemed like an eternity, but it was very short. I instantly was hitting at my husband's shoulder, and he woke up, and he's like, what's the matter, what's the matter? And I said, you're not going to believe this. I saw a man, I saw a man, a tall, slender man, standing at the foot of the bed, dressed in gray clothes. And my husband very calmly looked at me, and he said, oh, you saw Mr. Thomas. And I said, what, who, 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 who is this Mr. Thomas? He said, oh, he was a coal miner. He died right where our house is located at. Before our house was here, this was an old coal mining area, and Mr. Thomas worked above ground, and he would connect the coal cars together when they were loaded with coal. And he got trapped between them, and when they connected, they accidentally pinned him between the cars, and he was crushed to death. And I said, oh, now, wait a minute. I said, this, this man that I saw, he wasn't a coal miner because he didn't have a light on his helmet like you typically see. And my husband said, oh, no, he wouldn't have had a light on his helmet. He worked above ground. He didn't work in the deep mine. He worked above ground. And I thought, oh, my goodness. I actually saw a full-fledged apparition in my own house, which is something you never really expect to see. Yeah. So that's. That's my little ghost story. <laughs> had you ever had anything happen in the house before? I had seen a shadow out of the corner of my eye on occasion, but I see things like that, just like everybody does. You know, most, I think they say probably 60% of people have seen shadow people. Mm-hmm. And uh, so this is something that I was familiar with, but I, I never, ever, ever dreamt that I would see something like that in my own house, let alone at the foot of my own bed. Wow. <laughs> That's so great. Thank you for sharing yeah. that. Oh, thank you. Thank you for asking about it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess that's our interview. That's a great interview. Thank you so much. It was great. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. It was nice to meet both of you. Yeah. And, uh, thank you. Thank you for your interest in this. Of course. Yeah. Thank you. And we'll see you uh, at the end of June at the conference. Wonderful. All right. Take care. Great. Oh, you too. You. Have a good day. Once again, that was Sherry Brake. You can find more on Sherry and the Haunted Heartland Tours at hauntedhistory.net and you can hear sherry speak at the haunted america conference in alton illinois coming up on june 24th and 25th we hope to see you there (laughs) 